0: Hi, and welcome to the Triathlon Mental Performance Podcast. I'm your host, Neil Edge. This podcast is for you if you're a triathlete, whether an age grouper or a pro. As an experienced triathlon mental performance coach, during each 10-minute episode, I'll be talking about mental tools and strategies to manage your pre-race nerves, to prevent panic in open water, to improve your mental toughness to quickly recover from setbacks, to remove the mental blocks that are preventing you from increasing your pace, power, and speed, to improve your focus, much, much more. I'll also be talking to some of the leading ultra-endurance athletes. Each episode will be in your favourite podcast platforms every Monday. If you like the sound of that, please click the follow button to be notified when each episode is released. And you're also welcome to join my private Facebook group with... Over 1,100 triathletes, the Facebook group is called Triathlon Mindsets, and the link will be in the show notes. Have a wonderful day, everybody, and I look forward to recording new episodes. On this episode, I talk about performance anxiety. I dispel a couple of myths and provide you with initial solutions to begin to completely remove this, which will not only have an impact on your race day, but it will also have a significant impact on your life as well. Now, before we really get into the meaty parts of this, what I want to do is, first of all, to talk about the difference between pre-race nerves and performance anxiety. Many people confuse them, and I hear it all the time in Facebook groups, on Instagram, and various different places, athletes talking about performance anxiety and pre-race anxiety. Now, while some of the symptoms are very similar, higher heart rate, sweaty palms and things like that. The solution is actually very, very different. For pre-race nerves, typically you'll experience these anywhere from sort of six weeks out. So if you have a, you know, the bigger the race, the further you'll like, you'll experience your pre-race nerves, and you'll go through the usual negative thought spiral. You know, what if this happens, and what if that happens, and yeah, you know, am I fit enough, or am I strong enough, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And gradually, the closer you get to race day the stronger those thoughts become. Now we also know that feelings follow thoughts. So all of a sudden you'll notice those thoughts and you begin to feel just uneasy. And we all know that feeling. We've all had it me as a as a triathlete before I switched to uh, to ultramarathon running experience the same things. Now performance anxiety is a whole new different beast. Whilst yes, you'll experience some of those um, some of those thoughts and feelings it is very different. Now, performance anxiety in a category is classed as a social anxiety disorder. That's what it's officially classed as. And with anxiety, typically it's not localized. So what I mean by that is, if you've been diagnosed with performance anxiety or a social anxiety disorder, typically anxiety will affect other parts of your life as well. It may be what we call general anxiety disorder you experience anxiety in other parts of your life in a general capacity it might be obsessive compulsive disorder there might be there's a multitude of different types of anxieties and so typically it's not local you don't normally experience it before your races it would normally affect other parts of your life as well and you know an anxiety is a serious challenge for many 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 people and so there is like i say there is a real difference between pre-race nerves pre-race nerves can be just as debilitating they really can um you know i've taken many athletes through a four-week program to uh to prevent pre-race nerves not completely because they're also positive if we weren't nervous if we were totally calm we typically wouldn't complete our training uh and you know, we wouldn't perform as well as we would normally do on race day. So pre-race nerves can definitely be positive, but for many people, they have a major, major impact. Performance anxiety also, it really is a, something that, that needs to be addressed. Now, a couple of myths really that I hear all the time is, for so the first one and the main one is that performance or anxiety in general, you need to accept that this is a part of your life. You need to accept that this will remain with you that's not true anxiety can be removed it absolutely can be removed and i've taken a number of athletes through my 12 to 16 a week performance anxiety program and so it absolutely can be removed now you will hear uh, psychologists you'll hear therapists and numerous other people writing about coping strategies coping strategies are wonderful whether it be breathing techniques you will have heard of box breathing or a breathing technique called four seven eight which is known by many as the anxiety neutralizer which is much stronger and i'll discuss that at a later stage um wonderful and there are many many other techniques that you can use which will help you cope with your anxiety However, do you really want to simply cope with it when you can't actually remove it? And it can be removed. It's absolutely not easy, for sure. But I'm telling you now that it really, really can be removed. And if you can imagine a life without your anxiety, anxiety doesn't just affect you. It affects your family. It affects your friends. It affects your work colleagues and many, many other people as well. Um, And so if you can imagine a life without anxiety, if you think about that for a second, it really does take you down a different path into a different world. But what I'm saying is, as I mentioned, is it absolutely can be removed. Now, the key to removing anxiety is to identify where it originated. To identify where it originated and where that will typically come from, is within the first seven years of our life where our beliefs were formed you may have heard the quote from the greek uh, philosopher called aristotle show me the boy from the age of zero to seven and i'll show you the man my opinion slightly sexist um but times have changed since then um and so you know my you would be showing me the person from the age of zero to seven i'll show you the the adult um same thing to remove anxiety yes we can use coping strategies as part of that process to help you to manage your anxiety levels whether it's breathing techniques and other tools that we can use but ultimately they should always be combined with deeper work to reprogram our subconscious mind to identify where those initial belief beliefs originated to identify where that trauma originated and we can then reprogram the, the, the subconscious mind. Our brain is continually changing. You may have heard the phrase years ago that you use it or lose it. That was always the the thought that if we didn't use our brain, then ultimately we would use access to, um you know, that things would change within our brain. Now, we also know from more, from more later research of, of terms such as neuroplasticity, which basically means our brain is constantly changing on a regular basis, on a daily basis. So... We can absolutely reprogram the subconscious mind, but what we need to do initially before we reprogram it is identify the deeper work, identify where those beliefs, where that trauma originated, and we can then remove it. And for those of you who are on my 12 to 16 weeks performance anxiety program, then you'll be going through those steps at the moment. I've created a a program which is structured which will help to first of all as i said provide you with strategies to help you right now um but also then we we delve much deeper to uh, to begin to remove that so that was really an important topic to discuss because as i say i see it all the time people confusing pre-race nerves with performance anxiety and as i said pre-race nerves for many people really do have a negative impact um And so it's important to address that. But for those of you who experience anxiety in other parts of your life too, so it's not localized, then you can continue, of course, to use coping strategies, and they will help to reduce the the impact of your anxiety. But ultimately, it can be removed. And so if you'd like to know more about my program, feel free to send me a message Um, I'll put my email address in the show notes, or or you can contact me via my Facebook group for those of you who are there, which is called Triathlon Mindset, and uh, you're welcome to join that and contact me there. Uh, You contact me through Facebook, or I'll put my email address as well. Um, But um, yeah, I've got to address that today because it's something that I read about all the time about various different people saying that, know coping strategy the way forward this is basically all you can do and you have to learn to live with it which is absolutely not true Um, it's not easy to remove for sure um but with the right expertise then it absolutely can be and ultimately you know by removing it your race times will invariably become faster in most cases so you know it's from a purely from a race perspective it will absolutely help um because pre-race Sorry, performance anxiety really can be debilitating, especially if you have an important race to come up. Whether it's Kona, one of your A, one of your other A races, another full, um, it can be debilitating. So, yeah, by removing that, it will have a significant impact on your race, but also outside of that, on your family, your friends, and your colleagues' lives too. So, hopefully, you found that useful. I'll be talking more about this in, in later stage, later podcasts over the next few weeks. But. Um, for now, hope you found that useful. Like I say, if you did, I would love you to follow the show uh, and feel free to leave a review as well. That'd be really helpful for the show. And I'll uh, look forward to recording the next one. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope that you found that useful. It will really help the show if you can click that follow button on your favorite podcast platform and also leave a review. Really will help. You're also welcome to join my private Facebook group as mentioned triathlon mindset and so if you search Facebook for triathlon mindset and I'll be happy to accept you into the group but once again thank you very much for listening